They're known as snakeheads. That's the term for human smugglers in China. This week, Taiwanese authorities said that they have dismantled one of the largest human smuggling groups operating among Asia, Australia, and North America. The authorities say the snakehead ring smuggled more than 100 Chinese migrants into Canada and Australia. All of them flew out of Taiwan's international airport using doctored Taiwanese passports. Sheldon Zhang is a professor and chair of the sociology department at San Diego State University. He studies human smuggling. Sheldon Zhang, in these days of such tight airport security, how is it possible to smuggle people? It is likely that they go through what they call the photo substitution. In other words, you get the passports and somehow figure out a way to lift the laminations and replace the photos with another person's photos. But these days, these photos are typically color printed onto that passport page. So another way is is to find passengers or passports that look alike. That must be and hard, though, if you're if you're trying to send you know five ten people out of a country at the same time. You get you get access to a certain restricted area, then you have to switch passports to board, and this is possible. Yes, once you go into what、well, you have to have two groups of people doing this, and one group of people have to come into the international transfer areas, the secured. Areas、uh, with another groups coming in who are heading towards Canada. Then they swap out the passports. But on the other hand, you know, there's always a suspicion that there might be some insiders working at the security checkpoints in the airports. In the 80s and 90s in mainland China, they had that problems, and then then they went. Then they、uh, instituted a bunch of、uh, frequent rotations to rotate security guards or checkpoint inspectors. In and out of the places that make it difficult to predict when the certain inspectors will be working at a shift. You know, for some groups to do this, as this news reported, in the 50 times successfully, it's almost very difficult to do so many times without any inside help. Why, in particular, would Taiwan be the departure point for these people being smuggled? Most likely, it's convenience because Taiwan is the closest transit, international transit point to Fujian Province. As reported in the news, that most of the、uh, smugglers,、uh, the、uh, the illegal immigrants, were from Fujian Province, which that province has a long has had a long history of outward migration from China. From China, especially back in the late '80s and early '90s, and that is the biggest, single biggest group of illegal immigrants coming to U.S. Which brings up a good point, by the way, and that is that these are not victims of human trafficking. These are people who are paying to be smuggled out of a country and end up, for instance, in Canada. How much do they pay? Typically, around fifty to seventy thousand dollars. For a trip to U.S. and Canada, probably a little bit less, but still, I would say anywhere、uh, between fifty to seventy thousand. And meanwhile, those who do the smuggling,、uh, how do they stay undercover? The snakeheads.、Um, oftentimes, when people say they make、uh, you know fifty thousand, between fifty to seventy thousand per head, there's actually a lot of cost that goes into the initial recruitment. Then the document vendors and the, the transporters. So there are a lot of people involved. There are very, very few cases where you have one big boss sitting on top and collecting money from all the players. Usually, different stages are managed by different individuals. So this is really a group of entrepreneurs and getting together and have the re- resources and the connections to pull through one of those operations. 
Professor, thank you. Very nice to talk to you. Uh, Sheldon Zhang researches human smuggling. He's a professor and chair of the Department of Sociology at San Diego State University. Thanks again. Thank you.